Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Falls podcast, the only podcast in the world that promotes free living and happy thinking. Welcome back to another beautiful Saturday on this wonderful planet of ours. Who knows? 20, 30 years, we'll be, uh, we'll be bulling on Mars and hey, life will be great. But hey, right now we're enjoying our time, a little rock, uh, you know, floating in, floating in space and having a good time. Glad you guys could join me for another episode of the Print Falls podcast. You know, sit down, grab a coffee, pet your dog a little bit while uh, listening to this. Maybe you got some free time and you're like, hey, let's listen to Nick's podcast. I don't care either way. You're here. I'm here. Let's vibe. Today's episode, I kind of wanted to get into uh, a little bit of money talk. I, I, you know, I love talking about money, huge finance guru, anything, anything dealing with uh, saving, spending in the right ways and developing the right habits for financial situations. Love all of it. I love all of it because if you can master the techniques of proper finance habits and and learn more and more about money, the closer you will get to achieving anything you want. And I firmly believe in that. But uh, today's episode is going to be a little more focused on how to buy the right things, right? So what does that mean necessarily, buying the right things? Well, not necessarily buying what you should have or buying what you should need it's more along the lines of really taking into consideration the types of purchases and really doing your research when it comes to buying just things in general right so whenever you go grocery shopping you don't buy the first thing you see in the grocery store because you think it looks nice right you you want to truly know what you're buying and know what is coming into your house and you know make sure that that money is going to a good place. Um, A little deeper into that, it means buying the right things. Um, Like, so recently I purchased a monitor, right? And I, you know, I've got like a small little laptop, but I wanted to make a more desktop monitor for my schoolwork. And, you know, I like to do a lot of research before I buy things and you know obviously more expensive things i do more extensive research on but really in general i mean honestly if i'm just buying like a seven dollar item ten dollar item twenty dollar item whatever i like to do my research and get to know what options are out there that fit my personal preference for what i'm looking for and you know i think most people do that but they don't really go further in depth with the whole process to figure out to really, to really hone in on what fits them and their budget. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So I recently, as I said, uh, picked up a monitor. But, you know, there's a few things I was looking for. I, I wanted it under $200 or around the $200 range, which, you know, if you're talking about monitors, that's definitely on the lower side. They can range into the thousands, honestly. Uh, whenever you're talking about 4K and you know the really nitty gritty specifications of a high quality monitor, but in my circumstance, I just kind of needed something that had pretty decent quality, maybe a decent frame rate. Um, you know, other specifications that aren't too important, 
like user uh, user friendliness. Um, well, I mean, user friendliness is important, but I don't need a whole bunch of fancy stuff tacked on to a monitor, like maybe color settings or real in depth. Uh, frame rate adjustment, you know, I'd be fine with just a fixed monitor across the board. But, you know, that's why there's options out there so people can do the research on what they need and what they want and uh, just get a good idea of what's out there. But for my application, I was just kind of needing, you know, a 4K monitor would be nice because I could watch some pretty high quality videos. Um, but, you know, I, I use it for school and editing and editing meaning like I do uh, photography on the side at next gear down on Instagram. And so I kind of wanted something that did a little bit of both like schoolwork and my photography editing. So, you know, obviously a high resolution monitor would do nice, but I don't need like a super high quality, like gaming monitor, like all specced out like 240 hertz uh full rgb spectrum that that goes above and beyond like the regular rgb and uh some of the other higher quality monitor characteristics i was just kind of needing a basic kind of budget but still like just as nice as some of the newer and nicer ones anyway i uh upon research I came across a lot of monitors that weren't necessarily the best out there and were advertised not really as as what the actual product is. So what does that mean? I saw a couple YouTube videos and I'm not going to say who they were by because that would be a little, little mean of me. But anyway. The products advertised in the video were probably uh, paid off to the YouTube creators, right? So a lot of companies will pay you to talk good on their products so they can get sales. It's a very, very effective marketing tactic that does good for the YouTuber because they're getting paid for the sponsorship of the product and it helps the product and manufacture itself because the YouTuber is drawing traffic to the product. How can that hurt you as the buyer? It can hurt you because they're not being completely honest about what the product is and what other products are out there. They're just trying to tell you, they're, they're trying to convey the idea that that's the best solely because they're getting paid to talk like it is the best when it's really not. So I see this trend a lot in other products right so maybe in lighting fixtures such as in your house or you know i see a lot of like the the led lights people are advertising a lot of those are being paid off to youtubers about from the companies to talk good on their company and you know it kind of translates in the same area of leaving kind of fake reviews like, hey, uh, we'll pay you X amount of money if you go leave a good review on our product. Well, that's kind of counterintuitive because why would, you know, you're kind of being dishonest to the customers because those aren't true reviews, like five-star reviews to a product. So, you know, I mean, 
in the ecosystem of marketing and, and product development, there can be a little false false ambitions behind products. And that's what I got to look forward to when looking into uh, buying all these sorts of things. So there was, whenever I was researching monitors, I saw a bunch of YouTube videos uh, about, you know, a couple monitors, but they didn't have great specifications. The price just wasn't there. Um, but now, on the other hand, you get YouTubers that, are a little less on the popular side. Say they only have like a couple hundred subscribers, maybe a few thousand, but they're definitely not on that tier of huge popularity that these marketing companies are trying to search for to promote their products. Those are the ones you want to listen to because half the time they aren't getting paid to talk about the product. And that's really good because they're being truthful and honest about what they like and what they're promoting. So saw a few uh, that were really diving into the specifications of the monitor, goes into the price, goes into the user uh, ability of the product and how their customer service is. And you can kind of tell in someone's voice if they're just being fake about something or if they're truly meaning what they're talking about. So a lot of those paid paid off sponsorship videos about products they'll be like this is the absolute best product on the market you're never going to find anything else that is good as this okay well you know you wouldn't be saying that if it truly was because the customers would speak for themselves on the product not the seller I ran across a video on the Pixio 248, I believe it's called. I don't know the full name, but it's an IPS panel, 1080p, 165 hertz, um, and it goes around the range of $190. Exactly what I was looking for. Um, it did all, it does all, because I'm currently using it, it does all the things I needed to do. Um, it it has the exact specifications I want. Yeah, obviously, it was in the price I wanted. So everything aligned up with me to make me want to buy it. But I just I couldn't listen to all the all the really popular YouTubers with thousands of views and and tons of sponsorships. Um, you know, just promoting probably a product that they don't endorse at the end of the day. They're just doing it to make a quick buck, which it's really hard to deny, to deny money. You know, obviously, I, I don't know how much people get paid for those product deals, but, you know, I don't know what I would do in their situation, honestly. I like being honest with people, but, you know, I don't know. It's definitely a tricky topic when, uh, when a company approaches you. Hey, can you talk really good for our company and we'll throw you a couple thousand bucks? You know, it's like, what do you do? But that's why you got to do your own research and really look on what is out there on the type of products that uh, you're looking for. And it more or less comes down to the idea of your needs and wants. So maybe, maybe you need to get a new washing machine at some point, right? But then you see a commercial for a washing machine company that's like, 
the the super washer 9000 this thing uh washes your clothes at a million miles an hour if you stand close enough to it it'll give you back massage it also has led lights at the bottom that illuminate the washing machine for uh for extensive cooling and what you know I, <laughs> you you, you, you kind of see the exaggeration the over exaggeration of products and you're like you know do i really need this at least I do that. I do that a bunch with products that, you know, if they seem unnecessary, they probably are unnecessary. You know, if you if you are wanting to achieve something such as, you know, needing to wash your clothes or you need a new computer or you need a new phone, you need a new watch, you need a new camera right? You don't want to just buy money for something that has all these crazy attributes and features on it. At the end of the day, you just need something that will get the job done. If you have the extra money or you just want it in general, that's why all the fancy stuff is out there. So it gives people an option. Hey, you know what? I got a little couple bucks sitting in my pocket. They're not looking for uh, a budget item. They're not looking for practicalness. They're just looking for uh, that little step up of the bells and whistles, right? But it, when it comes down to it, you just need something that gets the job done that's in your vision of expertise. So, you know, TVs kind of fall into that category two of you know you just needed to get the get the job done but you're kind of on the fence about what all the fancy stuff you need right what's a tv used for watching television watching tv shows watching sports right i think it kind of shocked people whenever the smart tvs came out so you can watch um you can watch all these kind of unnecessary things. Well, I mean, not necessarily that, but like, it, I don't know. It hooks up to your phone and you can like check the weather. Uh, it has Bluetooth. You can connect your phone and the and the TV. Uh, some TVs are like curved. So, you know, we're kind of straying away from the simplicity of things in a way. And giving the average customer just too many too many options, which I guess in some way or another is a good thing because it's it's giving all that options to the customers. But at the same time, you are straying away from just the bare bones and overall simplicity of a product. Even with my microphone, I got. A couple reasons I got a microphone. A, obviously because I wanted to start a podcast and you kind of need a half decent microphone to start that. You know, you can start. Hey, that's perfectly fine. Start with your phone or your laptop because a lot of these things come in with built in microphones. But, you know, I just wanted to get that step up from the absolute bottom of the bucket. Right. But like myself, I don't like balling out on just these crazy things that I don't necessarily need, right? I'm starting out podcasting. I don't need a $500 microphone. 
obviously that would put me on par with some of the more veteran podcasters. But, you know, I'm not there yet. Hey, if someone wants to send me uh, a $500 microphone to make the production value of these podcasts much better, go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. But I'm not going to come swinging with that right out of the gate because I don't need it. Whenever I was looking for a type of microphone, those same things kind of popped up on YouTube about those big YouTubers promoting a product that just seemed kind of over-advertised in a way or over-sponsored. You could tell that they were promoting something because they're getting paid for it or because someone told them to talk good about it. Um, but doing more research and collecting more sources, sometimes they'll they'll uh, repeat the same product and you'll pick up, hey, a lot of people are talking about this sort of thing or this specific product. You know, it, it's most likely that it actually is a good product. So the, the microphone I'm using right now is called the Fifine. Uh, it's spelled F-I-F-I-N-E. Fifine, I guess that's how you say it. But it is literally 30 bucks. It was literally 30 bucks. I probably could have spent a little bit more, but by comparisons of this microphone to the other microphones on the market, you know, heck, 30 bucks for a half decent microphone and it and it sounds good. I mean, you know, you can't beat it. So I just figured we're going to start off with this for a little bit. Hey, if my budget gets a little bigger, I'll go ahead and upgrade it and sell that one. But for right now, I'm rocking and rolling with a $30 mic. And I think it sounds probably just a little lower quality than uh, some of the really high dollar microphones that are in the hundreds of dollars. So, you know, it's just stuff like that, comparing and contrasting what really what really um, is out there and comparing your budget to a lot of things and uh, really doing your own research aside from people telling you opinions because they could be getting paid off or, you know, you know, or they could just tell you what they think is the best product on the market, even though they might not necessarily 100% know, right? Take everything with a grain of salt, do your own research, and you'll be just fine. Another funny encounter that uh, I recently came across is that, you know, I had a buddy that was looking to get an Apple Watch. And, uh, you know, I go, uh, you know, what uh, what kind of Apple Watch are you getting? And he's like, oh, you know, the uh, the SE. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, what, what does that do? And he's like, oh, you know, I don't really know, but I know it's the... Um, I know it's the lesser package of like the, the high dollar Apple watch. And I'm like, wait, well, you don't know what it does really. And uh, he goes, Oh no, you know, not really. But you know, I know it has to be as similar to, uh, to the Apple watches and, you know, Hey, I go, you know, if you don't mind me asking how much, uh, how much are you spending on that Apple watch? And he's like, Oh, you know, like $260. And, you know, immediately I'm sitting here thinking, well, if I was spending, even close to that, I would want to know exactly what I'm buying, right? If I, I don't need, I, I, at the time, at this very absolute moment, I don't need an Apple Watch, right? Because basically what an Apple Watch is, it's your phone. 
uh, but on your wrist, you know? So in other words, you could, I could pull out my phone and put it on my wrist, just like tape it on and boom, I got an Apple watch. I, I wear just regular watches because I don't know, to me, watches are just used to tell the time. And if I wanted an Apple watch, it basically is the same thing as my phone. And I already have a phone. So that makes me not need an Apple watch. But if I were to get an Apple Watch, I would want to know exactly what it does. What are the capabilities of an Apple Watch? What what can it do for me that I'm having to spend $260 on, right? Or more. Because I guess there's tons of different series and, uh, you know, the newer ones, the older ones, and so forth. If I was getting an Apple Watch, I would need to know just about every darn specification on that thing. So I would know what is that money going towards to benefit me in any way possible. So in short, basically an Apple Watch is your phone and a smaller portion on your wrist, right? But, you know, it could go further as in an Apple Watch does does this that the phone doesn't. Or it has this type of capability that the phone doesn't. Um, I know it's got like that little silent thing to where like a notification pops up and you put your hand over it and it goes away. Same thing with like your phone. Like you can turn your phone over and it'll silence the notification or you can touch the top of an Apple phone and it and it illuminates you know, just kind of stuff like that. Very, very minimal differences in the two products and Apple watch and the regular phone. But you know, that just goes to show, you know, he didn't really know what exactly he was buying. And I just, I wouldn't go about that. Um, if I was in his situation and I told him that, and, uh, you know, he took my recommendation going forward, but you know, I don't know. It's just one of those deals that, I got to look out for and, you know, I'm trying to recommend to other people. Don't just buy things that you're spending a good amount of money on when you don't necessarily have a lot of money to spend, right? If you are spending any type of money on something, uh, make sure it adds a little bit more value than what you already have. Or make sure that, you know, it's a good, reliable product and it's not going to break down on you in the next couple months or during your time of use and you know just all this stuff do everything you can to make your dollars count and to save more in the long run so you're not having to buy all this stuff because you know you just didn't you didn't follow the correct research habits and buy the cheapest crap that's on the market so you know just small stuff like that will really save you in the long run You know, if I were to be promoting something along the lines of technology or, you know, something like that, I would want to be promoting something that's actually useful, that's budget friendly, um, you know, and just overall useful because I don't want to waste people's time with a product that's not one of something that is the best or the best in the market. And that's what I think a lot of these YouTubers might be uh, falling behind in just to get a quick check.
Yeah, I love talking about money and all the financial topics when it comes to saving, spending, following market habits, you know, anything that you can take away from uh, learning about how money works and the fundamentals of economics can really help you out. Uh, you know, even I believe hearing any financial information from anyone can help you in some way because it gives you an idea, um, sort of the visualization of the spectrum when it comes to good spending and saving habits and bad spending and saving habits. So uh, pretty soon I want to come up with some more topics to talk about uh, as far as money goes and um, hopefully we can come up with something that you know I get a, I get a pretty good routine going. Of course I'm gonna still keep with uh, my revolving topics that are going on but no I want to create something that also incorporates money with it too because you know I follow a bunch of guys like Dave Ramsey uh, let's see Gary V. A lot of those guys have some really good information as far as money and business goes. And I love love hearing those guys because they get some really valuable information. Also, Stefan Arneo has uh, great financial advice as well. Stefan Graham on YouTube has some really good things. But anyway, with that, you know, I hope you guys had a good time enjoying me sit and talk about uh, – being smart with your money and doing your research on next time you buy something. Also, look for reviews. Reviews can uh, really help you as well. Um, but like I said, a lot of those reviews sometimes can be uh, kind of automated in a way. Like they have their employees go in there and write reviews and stuff. If you see like a hick or something, someone who is a little illiterate, give a good review on something. Yeah, it's usually a good reminder that they're being genuine about what they're talking about. You know, I guarantee you, you've seen in some of these Amazon reviews on products, you get one guy who's like, yeah, uh, this product, very good. Help me do this, that, and uh, the other five stars, I would buy again. A lot of that stuff, it's like, ah, yes, I know that guy is truly happy about what he bought. You know, it, it just, it shows kind of transparency between the customer and the product. But, you know, hey, I don't know uh, how much you want to trust a guy who talks like that, but I'm not one to judge, right? Just do your research, people. That's all I can say. Anything with anything I buy, I tell people to do their own research and I do my own research. It's, uh, it's pretty good. Save you money. Live better. Walmart. Yep, that's totally where I was going with that. Anyway, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Enjoy the Saturday. Look forward to tomorrow, Sunday. You know, go to church, do whatever, hang out with family, take a break off from work. Hopefully you're not working on Sunday. And if so, I hope you're doing something you enjoy because, you know, make it worth it. With that, I will see you guys next week on another episode of the Freedom Falls podcast. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Later.